So beautiful is God's word, so glorious, so true and righteous altogether, that it surely is a lamp unto our feet. Found between the covers of the majority text authorized King James Version is the inerrant word of the creator of the universe, and he was someplace other than the universe when he did that. The surrender to his holy word is a place of utter and fully sustainable peace. In his word, the answers to all of life's problems are found every single one. Isn't it amazing that only those who are born again can understand this marvelous book? Do you want correct answers to all of your problems? Would you like the peace that passes understanding? Would you like a purpose bigger than your need for clothing in a supper plate? Are you ready for the greatest day of your life and a tomorrow that will be better? Click on the Further with Jesus for instant gratification. God said, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Proverbs chapter 30, verses 4 through 6, Who hath ascended up into heaven, or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name? If thou canst tell. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in them. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. God said, Isaiah forty-five eighteen. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it, he created it not in vain, he formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. God said, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 12, He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. Man said, The Bible has no redeemable credentials. It is not the source of light and truth. Now the record. At the time of this printing, there are 321 subjects on God Said, Man Said, which would comprise nearly 2,500 standard book-sized pages, all proving the unfathomable veracity of God's book. New information pours in daily, adding to the weight of the revelation. In this feature, we will highlight a handful of them. Circumcision. God said, Genesis 17, verses 10 through 14. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you, and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man-child in your generations, he that is born in the house, or bought with the money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people, he hath broken my covenant. We have published four feature articles on God's commandment in the Old Testament concerning male circumcision. The latest one is titled Circumcision 4 and C.J.'s Challenge. We have thoroughly refuted C.J.'s challenge, who has yet not responded, and sent him the article for his illumination. The news wires are abuzz with new scientifically certified benefits of circumcision. The following excerpts are from the March 28, 2007 Associated Press article titled Circumcision is Recommended to Fight HIV. 
Studies suggest 5.7 million new cases of HIV infection and 3 million deaths over 20 years could be prevented by male circumcision in sub-Saharan Africa, the agency said. Still, men and women who consider male circumcision as an HIV-preventative method need to continue using other forms of protection, such as male and female condoms, um, abstinence, delaying the start of sexual activity, and reducing the number of sexual partners, she said. The recommendations were based on a meeting earlier this month in Montreux, Switzerland, uh, where experts discussed three trials in Kenya, Uganda, and South Africa that produced strong evidence of the risk reduction resulting from heterosexual male circumcision. Based on the evidence presented, which was considered to be compelling, experts attending the consultation recommended that male circumcision now be recognized as an additional important intervention to reduce the risk of heterosexually acquired HIV infection in men, a joint statement said. It was therefore recommended that countries with high prevalence uh, generalized heterosexual HIV academics that currently have low rates of male circumcision consider urgently scaling up access to male circumcision services, the agency said. The recommendations represent a significant step forward in HIV prevention, said Dr. Kevin DeCock, director of WHO's HIV AIDS department. Countries with high rates of heterosexual HIV infection and low rates of male circumcision now have an additional intervention which can reduce the risk of HIV infection in heterosexual men. Priority should be given to providing circumcision to age groups at highest risk of acquiring HIV because it will have the most immediate impact on the disease. But it said, circumcising younger males also will have a public health impact over the longer term. It gave no estimate how much providing the service would cost, but said more money would be needed, but that donors should regard it as an important evidence based on intervention, end of quote. Note that only 30% of the world's men are circumcised. Imagine the dramatic benefits if all men were circumcised. Breastfeeding. God said using the metaphor breastfeeding in regard to Jerusalem in Isaiah 66, 11, that ye may suck and be satisfied with the breast of her consolations, that ye may milk out and be delighted with the abundance of her glory. From the 1950s until just recently, pseudoscience had consistently denigrated the benefits of breastfeeding. Yet even though science is recently discovering breastfeeding's benefits, its growing endorsement is more lip service than real commitment. See the subjects listed for more info on this subject. The entire news release posted by Fox News in April 2007 under the title, Is Breast Milk the Next Diet Fad? follows. When people claim to have tried everything in the battle against the bulge, they never really mean it. Dieting and exercise? Absolutely. Fasting? Maybe. Breast milk? Probably not. According to an article in the Japanese publication Ashai Gino, translated by the Manichi Daily News, a recent study found lactoferrin, a protein found in body fluids, may cut visceral fat by as much as 40%. Visceral fat is the fat deep within the abdomen and has been linked to increased risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. While lactoferrin is found in many body fluids, including mucus and tears, it is found in significant levels in breast milk. 
The scientists at Lion Corp told Ashia Gino that they accidentally stumbled across the slimmed-down potential while studying lactoferrin's ability to fight gum disease, the Menachee Daily News reported. Some of the participants started to lose weight, so scientists began studying lactoferrin. One advisors of the research told Osio Gino that three years of data showed lactoferrin dramatically reduced visceral fat. Lion Corp plans to use this discovery to manufacture a weight loss product using lactoferrin, end of quote. Mother's milk is directly associated with weight issues in various studies, as well as the likeliness of obesity in later years. In May of 2001, the Journal of the American Metal Association cited two studies which report that breastfeeding not only boosts babies' immune system and brain power, etc., but may also reduce the risk of becoming overweight. Harvard Medical School, in a study of 15,000 babies, found that newborns given formula were 20% more likely to be overweight in adolescence versus breastfed children. When God says yes, wise men get in line. Genesis chapter 49, verse 25, Even by the God of thy Father who shall help thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast and of the womb. Noah's Ark. God said, Genesis chapter 6, verses 13 and 14, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood, room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. God said, man said, declares the issue of Noah's ark in five different feature articles, as well as in numerous other honorable mentions. The literal mountains of information that certify the global flood of God's judgment continue to pour in. The overwhelming evidence is staggering. A listing of the five articles on Noah's ark follows. It's important for the academic crowd to discredit God's uh, record of Noah's Ark. If they acknowledge it, evolution is dead in the water. They say no, even though it's known that every mountain peak was once underwater. They say no, even though approximately 75% of the world is covered with flood strata. They say no, even though nearly all dinosaurs ever found were buried in sandstone, which means they were killed by water action. They say no, even though over 500 legends of the worldwide flood exist in ancient history. They say no. In Orsiano, Pisano, Italy, a 33-foot whale skeleton was found under 100 yards of flood strata. The following excerpts are from an AP News story dated April 4, 2007, under the header, Prehistoric Whale Found in Inland Italy. The 33-foot skeleton dating to the Pliocene epoch was found in almost perfect order with only the jawbone out of place, said paleontologists with the Museum of Natural History in Florence. Nearly all of Italy was once underwater, and it is not unusual to find uh, cetacean fossils in Tuscany. Excavations for the whale skeleton began in February after an amateur researcher came across the bones while digging for fossils last year and alerted the museum. The skeleton was found about 100 yards underground in Orsiano Pisano, about 50 miles west of Florence, the museum said. Now blessed with lavish vegetation and rolling hills, the Tuscan countryside has yielded bones and fragments for centuries. Other whale skeletons have been found, including one under a Tuscan vineyard only weeks ago, according to news reports and officials 
End of quote. Allow me to correct the AP. They said nearly all of Italy was once underwater. They can delete the word nearly. Many skeptics of a young earth in Noah's Ark challenged the scriptures from the position of the earth's population. They asked, how could 6.5 billion people have accumulated in such a short period of time? The following paragraphs are from Answers Magazine in an article by Dr. Monty White titled Billions of People in Thousands of Years. Let us start in the beginning with one male and one female. Now let us assume that they marry and have children, and that their children marry and have children, and so on. And let us assume that the population doubles every 150 years. Therefore, after 150 years, there would be four people. After another 150 years, there would be eight. After another 150 years, there will be 16 people, and so on. It should be noted that this growth rate excuse me, is actually very conservative. In reality, even with disease, famines, and natural disaster, disasters, excuse me, the world population doubles every 40 years or so. After 32 doublings, which is about 4,800 years, the world population would have reached almost 8.6 billion. That's 2 billion more than the current population of 6.5 billion people, which was recorded by the U.S. Bureau of Census on March 1, 2006. We know from the Bible, however, that around 2500 B.C., 4,500 years ago, the worldwide flood reduced the world population to 8 people. But if we assume that the population doubles every 150 years, we see again that starting with only Noah and his family and 2500 B.C., 4,500 years is more than enough time for the present population to reach 6.5 billion, end of quote. Concerning evolution's position of human history, Dr. White added the following. Evolutionists are always telling us that humans have been around for hundreds of thousands of years. If we did assume that humans had been around for 50,000 years, and if we were to use the calculations above, there would have been 332 doublings, and the world's population would be a staggering figure of one followed by 100 zeros. This figure is truly uh, unimaginable. It's a Google, for it is billions of times greater than the number of atoms that are in the entire universe. Such a calculation makes nonsense of the claim that humans have been on earth for tens of thousands of years, end of quote. God said, Genesis chapter 1, verses 20 and 23, And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creature that moveth which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind, and God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let fowl multiply in the earth, and the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Lately I've heard a lot of chatter from various sources, including uh, the supposed uh, vestigial pelvis of the whale. Evolutionists claimed it is a useless remnant from a time when the whale walked on the land as a land mammal, which some, some suggest was a creature similar to the water buffalo. This foolishness is found in most secular biology books and is shown as proof of evolution. The whale's pelvis is not vestigial at all, but serves as a very real and necessary reproduction function. God created the great whales on the fifth day, and of course it's true. God said, Exodus 22, verse 19, Whosoever lieth with a beast shall surely be put to death. The following excerpt is from the January 2007 issue of Discover. Researchers have long suspected 
The chimpanzees were the source of HIV-1, the AIDS virus, but proof from the wild was missing. A team led by Beatrice Hahn, professor of medicine at the University of Alabama in Birmingham, has now detected antibodies against the HIV-1 precursor, along with the nucleic acids from the virus itself in the scat of wild animals. The HIV-1 progenitor appears to have originated in southern Cameroon, then made its way down the uh, Sangha River to uh, Kinshasa, Democratic Republic of the Congo, where the first documented infection in people occurred, end of quote. Some of the world's sexually transmitted disease epidemics is a product of bestiality. See bestiality on this website. Could this be how this dreaded disease, HIV-AIDS, leaped from the beast to man? God said, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Conversely to God's unchanging truth, man's truth of yesterday is debunked by his truth of today. And his truth of today will be debunked by his truth of tomorrow. The following passage is from October 2006 issue of Discover. Using observations from Hawaii's Keck 2 telescope, astronomers pushed the Big Bang back 2 billion years and estimate the universe is 15% larger than believed. The reason why man's truth is consistently changing is very simple. It's not the truth. God's word is the answer to all of life's questions. Choose life and live. God said, Proverbs 3.19, The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. God said, Proverbs chapter 30, verses 4 and 6, Who hath ascended up into heaven or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Or who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name? And what is his son's name, if thou canst tell? Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. God said, Isaiah forty-five eighteen. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it. He created it not in vain, he formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. God said, Jeremiah ten twelve. He hath made the earth by his power, he hath established the world by his wisdom, and hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. Man said, the Bible has no redeemable credentials. It is not the source of light and truth. Now you have the record.